Okay. All right. Well, this is episode 24 of the podcast, and we have a special guest. He will introduce himself after we do, so Val, you start. I'm Valerie Britt. And I am Casey Dallas Center, and this is our guest. I'm Heath Parkersburg. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) And this is the podcast. Nothing's too weird. Awesome. I'm really good at it. I do it at work all the time. You got like the whole balloon. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Jeff at work is afraid to suck on helium balloons. Why? Mm -hmm. He believes it to be deadly. He does. That's true. I didn't get it at all. That should do it. He also believes that if you twist your ankle, your foot might fall off. Yeah. (laughs) These are just two of his beliefs. He doesn't know what he's talking about. So you do that every day at work? Huh? No, not really. Oh. Every day. <laughs> it, it might as well be how many parties we have at the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should say we are on the fun committee. Keith oh, and I are on the fun committee. We are on the fun committee. Tell me about that. Well, we have to make the office fun. Scott, you might have to let out of there. Well, you told me to put him in there. I know. Well, I know, but it's not working out No, he wants to be part of the pack, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're on the fun committee at work. Sorry about Cosmo's problem. Uh Okay, tell me about the fun committee. So we had a work survey, and people decided we're not having enough fun. So they had us form committees, and we are on the committee to make things fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And That's great. Last year, we weren't a top workplace, but guess what? I don't know if we are this year. I guess you'll have to find out. (laughs) (laughs) The secrets will be revealed in September... uh, 12th, I think. No, 13th, maybe. We'll September. See. Des Moines what do you Register. Guys do? Just order a bunch of treats and do fun We order stuff. treats. We deliver May baskets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when you guys like go to Walgreens, right? Yep. And fill yep. up your cart with all sorts of goodies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's... We talked about this previously on the podcast. Um, Heath and I were accused of being executives. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was an accusation thrown directly <laughs> yeah. in the faces. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so you guys are executives and... You know, I was mm-hmm. like, no, I work in the creative department. <laughs> and he didn't buy it. Mm-mm. Nope. He, he was like, <laughs> he was like, no, you're the executives. Uh huh. He insisted. And we got him, you know, I'll throw the picture on Facebook of what we were buying at that moment at yes. Walgreens that mm-hmm. he accused us of being mm-hmm. executives because mm-hmm. it was an entire cart full of candy. Mm-hmm. This man nice. might not know what executives do. Was he, he uh, was know. he the cashier? He was the cashier? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
and, and, uh, the old man. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he asked about our benefits, and then asked about if we Whoa. had paid vacation. Then he's like, "You guys got it good. Like, you mm-hmm. guys are executives. I can mm-hmm. tell." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So I don't know. Cashiers treat us weird when yeah. we go places. They yeah. Do. Like, like, what do you mean? Okay. Anytime we go, lots of this is based on the fun committee. It is because we'll go to Hy-Vee to get like you know some booze, some cookies, whatever, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they're like. What's going on? What's the party? And insist on knowing all about it. Uh-huh. Every time. Uh-huh. Do you buy, like, the booze and cookies during the middle of the day? We do. Yeah. We usually, yeah, usually so it's, like, a Tuesday at, like, 3 o'clock. So do you think the cashier's just like, whoa, These I people have a problem. Or be, I think they're like, I want to be a part of this. But what's, yeah. what's interesting, though, is it has to be us together. Because mm-hmm. on Tuesday of this week, I bought almost $300 worth of beer and champagne for a party <laughs> we had Friday. And the woman didn't say a word. She didn't question it. She didn't. She wasn't like, whoa, that's impressive. It looks like you're going to have fun. Nothing. She was just like, $273, <laughs> please. And but that was if Casey it. would have been there, right. you'd think they would have been like, where oh, yeah. mm-hmm. is the party? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. They, and we used to go to Jason's Deli, and it wasn't even that often. And then the people, like the manager was like, hey, guys, good to see you again. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, we're not coming here anymore, are we? Well, and he introduced himself and <laughs> yeah. asked what our names were. Yep. So we couldn't go back there anymore. Yep, we couldn't. We had to stop going there. <laughs> yeah, that just gets a little We too just want to eat sandwiches anonymously. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> that is. Like, you know, what do you, a lot of people are like, yeah, I like it when they know my name. No. No. Uh-uh. And especially. You want to be anonymous. At a deli. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they really, that place had got real mad at me once because I took half the meat off my sandwich. Oh, yeah. And they were like, you can order it with half meat. We've. Just mm-hmm. don't even look at my meat. Mm-hmm. It's your meat. You've paid yeah. for it. Do what yeah. you want with it. This isn't Cheers, all right, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Cheers. Mm-hmm. Norm is not you here. Can do whatever you want with your meat if you well, want. Well, then we would go to the mall and eat at Wendy's, which is gone now for Zombie Burger. Oh. And they started giving us the mall discount. We went there mm-hmm. maybe like once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. They were like, you guys are here all the time. No, we were not. And you guys just like form into like a power team. You're just- yeah. <laughs> but we always wanted to know what store they thought we worked at. Yeah. Like where do mm-hmm. we belong at the yeah. mall? I was hoping Spencer's. they'd say Hot Topic. <laughs> Spencer's Hot We sell jelly bean boner pills at Spencer's. <laughs> or Torrid. <laughs> Torrid isn't even in the mall anymore. That was uh-uh. for Chubby Sluts. They mm-hmm. moved out. Mm-hmm. They're, <laughs> they're in the Lake District now. <laughs> I guess, is that moving up? Hmm, I don't wait, think so. Wait. I think it's like when you're a real housewife and you get demoted to be a friend of a real housewife. Um, it's like that. You're not a full-time housewife. Torrid mm-hmm. moved out of the mall? Yep. Where did they move to? Across the pond. Oh, yeah. In their own freestanding store. Mm-hmm. Jordan Creek's version of England. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and... Okay, Val, I didn't explain to you what this was because I wanted your reaction on the podcast, mm-hmm. but Heath and I had an experience with something. We call it the cat abortion story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Abortion serious. Sorry. I'm ready Feeling for the story. Yeah. Tell well, me. get ready. Okay. I'm ready. So I've to- talked about Heath and Michael's cats, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah, yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt, mm-hmm. yep. greatest mm-hmm. names. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... You got to tell the story. First, tell that your boss recommended this vet. 
Yes, I asked my my boss, uh, Lisa. Um, we we got well, we got a cat. Uh, my, uh, someone left a box of kittens at the end of Michael's parents' driveway, okay. and they found homes for all of them but one. So that's the one we got, and we named her Ruth, Ruth Bader. Ruth okay. Yeah. okay. And we had to get her uh, spayed. So I had asked my boss, you know, where she took her her dog, who she loved very much, you know. Yeah. So she recommended. Um, I won't say the name of the vet, no. but, you know, okay. they're not reputable. They were before <laughs> okay. this. Now they're not. <laughs> if you want to know the name of the vet, you can ask us privately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yes. we'll answer. Okay. Yes. Not on the podcast. So you this is know too much not to go there. I know. So you yeah. know not to go there. Who, That's who defamation. Wants, who wants to go to court? <laughs> <laughs> we do. Well. <laughs> we could pod, you could podcast from court. Oh, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. I object. <laughs> <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> <laughs> we should just have commentary on court. That would be nice. Sometime. That could mm-hmm. be an episode. That yeah. would be fun. I'm sure they would allow it. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it. That would have be Judge fun. Marilyn Millian on from yeah. the People's Court. She would yell at me so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, so, so yeah, I took um, I took our cat in on the Monday after Thanksgiving, which is not an important detail, but I recall okay. it, so I'm sharing it. <laughs> okay. Um, Burned into your memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. We t- we well actually uh, let me back up a step. We'd taken her in for the the pre exam the week prior. Okay. And the uh, vet was very serious and asked, you know, is this is this like a pet or is this a member of your family? And like, are you gonna like sort of? It was a little. I felt a little accusatory. Like we were just gonna like you're be just like, gonna let it be loose. Yeah. Well, like we we're just gonna throw food at it every three <laughs> weeks and like never touch the it. The vet said that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, like, oh, that's starting things off on a weird right. foot. Like, she was questioning our seriousness of pet ownership. Huh. You know? I mean, and at the time, I was, you know, I was in my, were, well in my 30s. It's not like I was a 15-year-old. That's not developing old. a good no. rapport with the Mm-mm. client. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, the day we brought, so then fast forward to the next week, and the day we brought the, uh, I brought the cat, and I dropped her off in the morning, and they said they were going to, you know, do it in the morning, and then she'd mm-hmm. recover in the afternoon. I could pick her up at night. Mm-hmm. So I said, great. Bye, Ruthie. <laughs> and then I went to work. And this is when it all went down. Yeah, this is when things got weird quick. <laughs> I got a phone call around nine or so, like just an hour into work. And they said, um, you know, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, we have your cat open on the table. And it turns out she is pregnant. Yeah. What? And the only other cat she had been around is Afini, the girl, and I was like, oh my god, Afini's mm-hmm. a boy, Afini, how old do, and kittens, they're both kittens, I'm like, can cats, I was googling, can cats be born pregnant, yeah. can mm-hmm. a girl cat get a get another girl cat pregnant, like, all this stuff, I was on weird message boards, mm-hmm. and, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old was the cat? She was, at this point, like, five a, months old, six kitten. months old, yeah. Yeah. And so, also, yeah. another one of the theories, you can tell this one about the building. Yeah, we lived cat. in an apartment downtown, and the only, um, you know, so the cat to get out, like, aside from being around Casey's cat, Afini, the cat to get out would have to get out our door, get on the elevator, get through another <laughs> door, and then two more doors to get outside to yeah. have sex with whoever, and then and get then back, in back in before we woke up or got home from work or whatever. Like, that's how... <laughs> You know, like it's a, that would be a big deal. That yeah. would be impressive. That's yeah. something to call me at work. <laughs> that, that. So, um, 
So, yeah, and they asked me when I was on the phone, I'm like, you know, what do you want to do? You know, we recommend that we, you know, we abort the fetuses. And I just uh. sort of, you know, I kind of, <laughs> I made a small noise to myself at my desk. And, and then he came over to my uh-huh. desk and just put his arms on it and said, I just ordered a cat abortion. <laughs> it was not how I thought I was going to spend my morning, for sure. And I was you know. just like. How did this happen? Mm-hmm. How did it happen? Well, I'll tell you, it wasn't the maintenance man sneaking his cat in to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought the maintenance man maybe had a cat that followed him around, like like in Scooby Doo, you know, like. You and know. it got in and raped Ruth. Yes. Yeah, but that's not what happened. What happened was when they called me back, they explained that actually those were just fur balls. <laughs> <laughs> in you know in that area so it wasn't actual fetuses anyway and i was like um pardon me <laughs> so they explained what? it again yeah and at this point i was like i was it was a flood of emotions and i just started rambling on a little bit to this lady on the phone i was like well i told my friend casey and we're looking on the internet we're trying to figure out how this could possibly happen i thought it was that and blah blah and this is she said to me on the phone she said well you know it just takes a minute that just takes one time and I was so appalled and I was like are you calling my cat slutty she was she was and then she was just like I gotta go (laughs) so needless to say we don't go to that oh my god because I feel like I mean I can't give you know I can't spay a cat but I feel like if I should know how to do it I should know you know where things go Like, if you're inside a cat's body, yeah, you know, are you inside where the baby cats go or uh-huh. where maybe fur balls are? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But this person did not know. They no. couldn't distinguish between cat fetuses and fur balls. No. Well, interesting. But as far, I mean, as far not as we good. know, this person may be still working as a vet somewhere <laughs> in the Des Moines metro. You think no. they had, like, not the vet, but, like, like, the assistant doing it or something? Like, making the calls? Yeah, like making the calls and not understanding. I don't know. I don't feel like vets allow that kind of person to cut open a cat, right? I wouldn't think. Maybe at this practice. (laughs) I feel like, I mean, had there been a reader's watchdog in the register at that point, I feel like this would be something I would have written a letter to her about. (laughs) It'd have to be a really weirdly worded two Mm -hmm. cents worth because you'd have to get it into two sentences. Mm -hmm. What's the statute of limitations on reader's watchdog stuff? Is it is it eight years? Because <laughs> if it's eight years, I've still got like three months. I think it'd be best if you preface the whole Reader's Watchdog post with saying, you know, eight years ago this happened, mm-hmm. and I'm just now coming to terms with it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> Good idea. Frame it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And just be like, it's taken me this long to get over it. Uh huh. So I'm still not. I'm, I'm not. Be rude. Help I'm, me get over it. <laughs> How long was it between when they called you and told you that and then when you found out it wasn't actually cat fetuses? Probably about uh, 90 minutes. It was about an hour and a half. It was enough to really get into (laughs) weird places on the internet. Yeah, and I believe they found out sooner, but they were probably at the vet being like, I don't want to call him. (laughs) You call him. Oh, my God. I just You call him. I'll sound like an idiot. (laughs) Maybe that was the vet vet tech that had to call back mm-hmm. like i'll break the news mm-hmm. <laughs> those were not fetuses mm-hmm. I, would, I would like to track these people down actually their spouses and be like you tell me what story you heard that <laughs> night when they got home they probably haven't talked about it yet either they all want to oh, just not. it'll be like 
Oh, we can all talk about it now. We can all come out mm-hmm. of the woodwork on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Okay, this is really abrupt change of subject. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen these tiny house shows and people that live in these <laughs> tiny houses like idiots? <laughs> I haven't seen the show, but I agree with your assessment. <laughs> I feel like I could live in one if it was only me. And if someone gave you free land? Yeah, if you had free land. You would have to have free land. They have to... Okay, so what these people are doing is they don't want an RV uh-huh. for I don't know what reason. Right. Because it doesn't look cute on Pinterest. Right. And they want to live in a tiny house, a tiny weird house. And they've got to cart it around on trailers. They can't fit anything in it. Do they move it around on trailers? And it has to, and yeah, it costs so much money to move around on a trailer. RVs already have wheels. Mm-hmm. You can hook them up, hook their toilets up. These have some weird compost toilets. Oh, jeez. Get yeah. over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, these toilets are $1,700. Well, you're making mistakes. Uh-huh. It's a $1,700 mistake. Yeah. The tiny homes have those kind of toilets. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then somehow you have to collect rainwater and use that. You have to hook up to electricity and wherever you're dumping this thing. What? what Whoever's listening doing? to this, if you if eye rolls were audible, you would have to turn <laughs> your volume you down. You can't use city water? No? No, like, it's not a hookup, really. Or you can build a hookup on, but then you're basically at an RV park with a thing that can't drive away. It's like an RV. You know, yeah, the, you know the RV. It's convenient. The yeah. RV park patrons are like, oh, this idiot. Yeah. Look at this fool. He doesn't even get it. <laughs> and, like, one of them is like, you know, I'm traveling for work, but I want where I'm staying to seem like a home. Well, you have more room in an RV. You can store things and actually bring things along with you. This thing mm-hmm. is ridiculous. <laughs> well, what, I, kind of, what kind of work do they do where they stay in RV parks? I don't know. <laughs> The, I don't know what they're even doing. One said she had to travel for work. One guy acted like his job was hang gliding. Well, it's not a job. <laughs> One guy that was living in, in a yeah. tiny home, his job was hang gliding? Yeah. So they have to hook up. I didn't know this. They had to <laughs> hook job. up in RV parks. I think he taught but hang gliding. Basically. Yeah, oh, basically. okay. In that's order different. to have like, water, yeah. electricity, then, or yeah. anything. But then on okay. like the end of the show when they'd catch up, like, Six mm-hmm. months later to see how he's doing. He has a broken leg. <laughs> Did his <laughs> tiny house fall on him? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. So these people just hate RVs so much they're willing to do this. What did RVs ever do to anybody? Nothing. They're you know, wonderful. I think not I, for me, but for right, people that sure. want to travel in houses. Right. They're I think not I could live in a tiny yeah. home if it was, like, you know, stationary. Like stationary. Yeah. And like hooked a little up to like plumbing. cottage, and it was hooked mm-hmm. up to plumbing and electricity and that. I would like that, but no. The movie. One person on this show had a teen, and it was a couple, and they were all going to live in this tiny home, and it's like, what fun. Have you ever smelled a teen? <laughs> <laughs> what fun. And what if these parents ever want to have sex again? It's not happening. Not no. happening. Mm-mm. Not not like that. Not unless it's under some real weird circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> if you want her to be scarred for life, right. go ahead and do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a great segue into great group vacations. Ah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them. Mm-hmm. There's Michael. You can't say anything. <laughs> well, well, well. Michael doesn't have a microphone, does he? The tables have turned. 
Who's the media now? Scott's <laughs> <laughs> leaving. No. Okay, and I just remembered, I've been on a couple group vacations as a child. Mm-hmm. And the first time... I experienced and knew what was happening, someone behaving in a passive-aggressive manner. It was on a group vacation, and a woman did it to my mom. Mm. And to your, and to your mom? To who my would mom. ever be passive-aggressive to your mom? Exactly. <laughs> and, I could, and I was little, and I could still tell, this lady's being a bitch. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens on... <laughs> Bitching, being a bitch is timeless. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what happens on group vacations is... Assholes go along and act passive-aggressive and scar children. Mm -hmm. So let's not go on them. Mm -hmm. This woman said to my mom, I wear sunglasses all the time. That's why I don't have any wrinkles around my eyes. And I could tell that was not a nice thing to say. And then I could tell by my mom's face it was not taken well. And then we have to just be on vacation with this person. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. You're stuck in a strange land. Away yeah. from your, your, I mean, away from your bed, unless you live in a tiny house. Maybe you brought your house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and some jerk is there talking about your wrinkles. Mm-hmm. And That's you know, then you have to have breakfast and figure out breakfast mm-hmm. with these people and wait for them. Have mm-hmm. lunch and figure out what they're doing too. Mm-hmm. That's exhausting. Yep. It's hard enough finding something that one person wants to do. Let alone when you have to account for 11 mm-hmm. people yeah. and do something. And you don't want to be do. the one that's like, I've ruined this right. day for every, mm-hmm. everyone. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I would be that person on a group vacation. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's not even a vacation. It's, it's like you're at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you're not getting paid, but you're working. Yeah, because you can't just be like, I'm grouchy right now. Let's mm-hmm. just sit here because you have to, people want to leave. Mm-hmm. You can't be grouchy and just mm-hmm. sit there for nope. a while. That's nope. true. You can't. And sometimes I just want to be grouchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. by myself. That yep. should be your right <laughs> when you're on vacation. Yep. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Do you want to sit in your hotel room mm-hmm. drinking by yourself, being grouchy? Do it. That sounds like a vacation to Why me. Not? Yeah, with no one being like, you uh-huh. can't be grouchy right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you can be grouchy right now. Mm-hmm. You're by, like, it's just the two of you. Be grouchy. Mm-hmm. Just be free. Mm-hmm. You have to be on at all times mm-hmm. when you're on a yes. group vacation. It's That's not a perfect okay. way to put it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's not. No, it's not relaxing. No, I've been on a, a few group vacations in my day. Have you? Is it exhausting? It's even exhausting. if you like the people, it's exhausting. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was exhausting before we went. The one time, uh, you know, my husband uh, Michael, local media personality, Michael <laughs> Moraine, um, he has several friends he used to work with <laughs> that uh, that uh, uh, go on uh, used to go on group vacations, and one time I was. A spreadsheet was shoved in my face via email. <laughs> oh, God. And I was told I needed to predict how much peanut butter I would eat next week and put it on this spreadsheet so this woman could go and buy food for everybody. <laughs> I made peanut butter, bread, you know, yogurt, all of these things. All of these things. And it's and all I in a thought, spreadsheet and you yes. had to figure it out. You had to do a spreadsheet before you went on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spreadsheet vacations are not good vacations. No. No. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my and how God. can you estimate how much bread you're going to eat? Mm-hmm. And why mm-hmm. should you have to? Yeah. I'm on vacation. I might eat a whole loaf, lady. Yeah. I might. And I can because it's a Tuesday and I don't have to yep. work. <laughs> exactly. Oh Scott was God. gone the other day. I had bologna and a slice of bread, mm-hmm. fried bologna mm-hmm. and crackers and a slice of bread. Did you put that on the spreadsheet? <laughs> and it was on no spreadsheet. The I had the fried bologna. Wow. 
Scott said, you're Gosh. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> this, place, this place is lawless, everybody. <laughs> this house is lawless. <laughs> Scott leaves. I fry up some bologna. <laughs> To hell with it, mm-hmm. I say. <laughs> well, and then after we actually went on the vacation, I went to the store and got some things and came back with yogurt because they didn't have the kind I wanted. And I was questioned about it. What? Who bought yogurt, she said. Who bought this yogurt? It wasn't on the spreadsheet. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. This is not why I went to college. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you had to answer why you... Mm-hmm. Who you were, you had to reveal yourself mm-hmm. as a yogurt buyer and mm-hmm. then answer why. I was the yoser, yogurt Kaiser Sosa. <laughs> <laughs> reveal yourself. <laughs> you know, it's just not worth it. Mm-mm. No. It's not. Go on a, a group afternoon. Like a night yeah. out or something. Mm-hmm. A group night out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need don't to. Don't make do it that. last more than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Things go awry. Mm-hmm. 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 That's just asking for trouble. I think you're right. It is. I mean, there there are conditions, and they're rare, where you mm-hmm. do go on a group vacation, where the mm-hmm. dynamic is right with everybody, that it's you okay. can just say, yep. I'm done with you people for 2.5 mm-hmm. hours, and they're like, cool. Mm-hmm. And they leave, and you can go, and you can have your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's rare. It's rare, mm-hmm. but when you get that, when you get that. Um, like, I feel like if I went on vacation with my parents, I could be like, I, I can't talk to anyone for a while, so and goodbye, they'd okay and they'd be like, it. fine, mm-hmm. yeah. who cares, we don't want to talk to you right now either, mm-hmm. yeah. get away. Yeah, they'd yeah. know, they'd be like, mm-hmm. you know what, you're right, you do need to not talk to me mm-hmm. for a couple mm-hmm. hours, because then later we'll have twin, ten times more fun. Yep, and they yep. accept it, but yeah, not everyone knows the ins and outs of personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. Certainly not peanut butter spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> That's my nickname for her. <laughs> So, he, this is a place that exists and we didn't want to tell you about before the podcast. You're going to be intrigued, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is in Ankeny, Uh-oh. for starters. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is a Hooters-like haircut salon, and it's called Knockouts. <gasps> yep. Yep. And it's... Uh, it's a... Sluts yeah. cutting hair, yeah. essentially. Not that everyone they who worked at Hooters was sluts. I'm sure a lot of them were there for law school. Yeah, Jesus. Get off our back. Don't write this on Facebook. Yeah. You, we can Don't be reached, write a think piece. We can be reached by via Micah Moraine with the Morning <laughs> Register. Readers watch dumb. What do you think about it, Heath? I feel like... I don't want to use the word prostitution. That's why I'm going to start this. But I feel like what, where are you at in your adult manhood or womanhood Mm -hmm. where you're just, you want a pair of boobs in your face to get a haircut? Like you want to pay someone Mm -hmm. to have their boobs in their face while you're cutting your hair. Like shampoo the hair and yeah. It's just so, it seems so tawdry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more respectable to just go to a prostitute instead of being like, yeah. At least you're, like, everyone's on board. Yeah, you know what like, you're doing there. It's like... She's agreed she's going to have sex with you for money. Yeah. Whatever. And I guess they've agreed to cut your hair with their boobs in your face. But mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. have sex with them. Uh-huh. Be respectable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just like, I mean, you know, I would... Like, they have, like... They have da- dads. Like, what, yeah. do, what do their dads think of this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. What, what does your daughter do? Oh, you know, 
She cuts her in a tank top for perverts. <laughs> for sad men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you must be so proud. <laughs> so that's the place that exists, and it's the new... Mm-hmm. It's a new boob joint. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you named your, your daughter, like, oh, I don't know, like, Crystal, maybe. Like, this is probably the best turnout you could hope for. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> so, you know. Destiny. Shift your paradigm. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is another surprise podcasting because we don't know the ins and outs of this story. Heath watched Facts of Life today in a very special mm-hmm. episode. Uh-huh. It was the episode. It was late in the series run. You know, this is post Mrs. Garrett. This is when Beverly Ann was on. Okay. Academy Award winner, Cloris Leachman, <laughs> Iowa native. She, um, uh, Natalie, you know, the funny newspaper writer, full-figured Natalie, mm-hmm. lost her virginity. Oh. Mm-hmm. How okay. did it go? Well, um, I didn't, I remember seeing this episode when I was younger, but I didn't remember all of the, yeah. the fallout, per se. Yeah. There was fallout. Yes. First of all, her boyfriend's name is Snake, so I was just oh. like, well. That's, yeah. She made a bad choice. That was subtle, facts of life writers. He's <laughs> not, not a good person. Uh, uh. Not named Snake. And um, so, you know, they, had, they were, went out on a date to celebrate the one-year anniversary of when they realized they loved each other. And I was like, <laughs> what kind of hokum is this? <laughs> Um, and then they just couldn't, they kept trying to say goodnight to each other and it just didn't work and didn't they work and didn't work. They couldn't resist each other yeah. anymore. So cut, you know, flash forward a couple hours and Natalie's waking up Tootie in their, you know, oh. their bedroom they've shared since they were 12 years old. <laughs> Might um, as well be living in a tiny yes, house. <laughs> yes, I know. To explain to her that, you know, um, they made love is what she called oh, it. Oh, And yeah. I was like, well, all right. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what she told her that it was it was beautiful. So and then then <laughs> Snake didn't call. He oh, called. Well, no, he course. called once. He said he just needed some space. And then days and days went by and he didn't call. Oh, and it was just like okay. she was upset. She's like, apparently I was so bad at it. I was so put him off. <laughs> like you know, it's you know for mm-hmm. using someone for sex a year into it is such mm-hmm. a big investment mm-hmm. to yeah. get it from someone. Just go get your hair cut. By yeah, some, some, <laughs> yeah. Old, some lady. Head over the, to knockouts. Yeah, go to knockouts. <laughs> they surely have mm-hmm. sex with customers. Well, and then yes. Well, why not? <laughs> Um, but then what turns out happening was Snake was so overcome. Apparently Natalie has a great lay. He was so overcome that he came back and he was like, I want to marry you. I want oh, I was just, uh, you know, this was so much for me that I, I you know, so meant wonderful. so much. It was so great. I want to marry you and we should be together. And Natalie, in a, you know, a twist, a twist, Natalie was like, well, I'm only 21, so I don't <gasps> think we should get married yet. So wow. we should stay together. Uh-huh. Very sophisticated that for the is. facts of life in 1988. That really is. And, and they didn't say this on the episode, but apparently they were going to write this for Blair. <gasps> but Lisa Welchel, you know, known Christian actress, uh-huh. was like, no, I don't want to do it. And so she Natalie got to Yeah, so Natalie part. was like, sure, I'll do it. Come on, yeah. Blair didn't even appear in the episode. Lisa <clears throat> she Welchel was protesting was, the yeah, whole thing. She did, they just said she was out of town, like in the first two minutes, and that was the last time they mentioned her. Jesus wouldn't like this. No. <laughs> I guess not. I feel like Jesus didn't watch Facts of Life. I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe he liked Facts of Life, and maybe yeah. he wanted this episode, and maybe mm-hmm. he wanted Blair to talk about how you don't have to get right. married when you're 21. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know. And she squandered it. Yeah. Well, it Natalie was, took the opportunity. Keith and I message. have been given many opportunities at uh-huh. work. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 
We're after eyeballs in them. Yeah, mm. like people are like, this is a real opportunity for you too. And then we're like, wow, great. So I don't understand. Snake just like didn't call her mm-hmm. for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And He's, he didn't because he was so overcome with emotion. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He couldn't deal with it because it made him so happy. Maybe Snake was a virgin, too. Do you think too. that ever mm-hmm. actually happens? No. <laughs> I don't. No. If he doesn't call, it's not no. happening. Mm-mm. If you have sex with a girl and you don't call her for a week because you're so overcome, it's because yeah. you've realized you don't like girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't know how to explain that to her. I guess I'll just marry her. Yeah. Well. well. <laughs> And then you end up on that show on TLC about the, the oh, gay yeah. men with wives. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that? No. It's gay men with wives. Mm-hmm. And they, what do oh. they call themselves? Oh, oh God. what was it? Really? What's it called? Well, they're, they're Mormon. The men were all Mormon. Mm-hmm. Ah. And, um, and they identified as gay. Same-sex you know, attraction. Sa- yeah, that's it. Same-sex same sex attraction. attraction. But they're just like, well, he's same-sex attracted, so. Yeah. That's what they identified as? That, yeah. that they had multiple wives? They have just one wife, but they mm-hmm. just really aren't interested. And then they just go out and like get real pervy looking at guys as if every place is knockouts, hair salon. And then mm-hmm. all the guys yep. are just like, perv on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> knockouts for men, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, men knockouts. <laughs> it's on TLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprise, yeah. surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great time. We got a couple things that this is a great segue into. One bubbling <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't know what that is it, this is why this is gonna be so exciting <laughs> okay. bubbling is something that Mormon gentlemen do okay so they can look and makes it seem like they're looking at naked ladies but they're really looking at ladies in swimsuits and they put bubble circles over strategically placed parts to make these women look naked mm-hmm and let me find an image for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work. A lot of work mm-hmm. that's going on here. Mormon men mm-hmm. are into that. And somehow yep. they think this is more, like, this isn't... It's okay. This is okay. But I feel like, you know, like, you know, if, you know, God's watching, if Jesus is watching. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, if he keeps score, perhaps, like, he probably is like, well, this person, you know, Googled boobs and looked at 20 pictures of boobs. This guy... Got a picture of a girl in a bikini and spent three hours, you know, staring at this picture, <laughs> putting it in Photoshop and doing the bubbling thing and saving it. Wow! You know, it seems like, you know, what's wow, right? Yep, that is just like, that's so much work. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just look at a naked lady, yeah, uh-huh. and move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. That's bubbling. Everyone Google yeah. it. It's trying to, yeah, it's skirting the rules. There is it what is. It is bubbling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And then this is a term that Heath and I are trying to make happen, and it's called transprofessionalism. You need to make it into a word. Uh-huh. Yeah. You need to make it happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we'll explain that to you. It's when someone is living the life of a professional. They believe themselves to be a professional. They identify they as a identify professional. They identify as a professional. <laughs> they dress as a professional. They live their lives as professionals. And really, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Trans-professionalism. Trans-professional. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I we'll see if that, that catches on. Uh-huh. I think Great. it should. Anyone who works in an office knows at least one trans-professional. Yep. Uh-huh. Yes. Yep. For sure. <clears throat> so, okay. Hopefully. And this is, you know, and this is a good... 
good moment to say, you know, hats off, Laverne Cox, Caitlyn Jenner, we love you both. <laughs> good for you. You do you. We support mm-hmm. you. We do. But mm-hmm. we um, also want to come up with this term, yet mm-hmm. without another think piece written. Yep. Because of this podcast. Mm-hmm. No think pieces about the podcast is what I'm going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's best. So just leave us mm-hmm. alone. Yeah. We're not here for controversy. Nope. <laughs> We're here for you to listen to us and just accept our opinions as fact mm-hmm. and move along with mm-hmm. your day. Yep. Is that Sounds too much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-mm. Okay, now this is super interesting. Mm-hmm. And this is something that transpired over years. So I have heard stories from Heath about his... Um, his residence in college. Okay. Mm-hmm. They rented out a home. And then I've heard stories, Scott, where he lived in college. And like all these crazy stories. Like this was during Scott's waterbed days. Mm-hmm. The waterbed <laughs> days. Yes. Waterbed. <laughs> this was the waterbed era. Okay. Waterbed gate. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> no, not a waterbed. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> there's another. There's another coincidence here that I didn't realize. Okay. Okay. So, I'd heard stories from both of them about this crazy place they live. Uh-huh. People are peeing in closets, things mm-hmm. are happening, mold is in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, we were at dinner, well, like at drinks and snacks, I will say. Okay. Before, was it before a Christmas party? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then, you know that coincidences are lining up. It turns out that Heath and Scott lived in the same house. Mm-hmm. In Whoa. college in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Yeah. You like and I. ten years apart. Mm-hmm. What a creepy coincidence! Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yep. And I I don't know why I said the name of our landlord Leon. Leon. Yeah. And it was the mm-hmm. same one. Cashman. Like, yep. Leon <laughs> Cashman. The one cash. minute. Mm-hmm. Leon. First of all, like who names a child Leon? <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't Leon. It was no, Leon. L A O N. Okay. L A O N. I think it was. Yeah. L, maybe with an E on there. Leon. Yeah. Okay. It was weird. He had a mustache. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He was super creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the other creepies were like, I don't know, man. And then you had to pretend like not as many people lived there as they did. Oh yeah. Yeah, when we lived there, we had five people living there. We had to pretend there was yeah. only four because there was a rule in Cedar mm. Falls that okay. only. Four okay. people, non-related, could live in one dwelling. We didn't have the windows in the basement to get out, so we had to... They started, he started yeah. digging those when we moved in and never finished them. <laughs> they finished them when we lived there. Because huh. the fire department came like three times and mm. I had to take down my waterbed. Mm-hmm. Yep, like take down his waterbed. That's that. a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy who lived next to me down in the basement also had a waterbed. And he had to do the same thing. All these Whoa. waterbeds. I had a waterbed in my room and upstairs, I lived upstairs. I had a waterbed. Mm-hmm. This is the wow. house. <laughs> yeah. Was Leon okay with it? That is crazy it? that you guys mm-hmm. both had water yeah, beds as well. Fine. Leon was okay with it at that yeah. time. Yeah, well, and he didn't, um, he never really showed up when we lived oh, okay. there, you know. Okay. He showed up once, he just showed up on a Saturday afternoon once to re- yeah. uh, to replace. One of my roommates had was cleaning the bathtub and put his hand on the f- wall and was leaning into it to clean it, and his hand just went to clean through the wall, you know. <laughs> so for like three months, we just had a garbage bag taped over the hole, you know. <laughs> and Normal. then, yeah. And then we, we called Leon, the day it happened, and then, yeah, like three months later, he just showed up and he's like, it was like 
one o'clock on a Saturday, and he said, well, I'm just going to fix this. You won't have a shower until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, being like, you know, 22-year-old, you're just like, is this legal? Is this legal? Can you do this? We have rights. Tenant's rights. Yeah. Tenant's rights. <laughs> He's supposed to give us 24 hours before yeah. he just shows up like uh-huh. this. Yeah. We were, we were put off. Well, then it's weird because Scott also, you knew Val's husband in college and her twin sister, but not Val. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Scott knew Yeah, your twin. sister hung out in that house. Yeah, Jess hung out in that house all the time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Is she, she okay like, now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She made it out. Good. Good. We all did. Made it out alive. So. You had that big, like, oil tanker thing that held all the... Uh-huh. Like natural gas heat, is that mm-hmm. what it was? Yeah, and we didn't know. We didn't know that it was our responsibility to keep because they had to, to come fill and it up. That. Yep. Yeah, we didn't know that, and it ran out. Um, I came back to the house on Christmas Day in the evening, and it had run out, and it was very cold. Same <laughs> thing happened to us, but it was when he was doing those windows. So the oh, there was what? two holes in the house. That's bad timing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, well, when it happened to me on Christmas, he had left some of his kids' toys in the garage, and they were made of wood, so we just put them in the fireplace. We used the fireplace. We never used the fireplace. We did that. I was just like, well, I'm sorry, sir. Did he store all his junk in the garage? Yeah, Yeah. the garage is full of his junk. There's, like, brochures penis. (laughs) His actual junk. I have to keep my penis out there. He had, like... He had, like, karate trophies, I think, or something. Yeah. And then yeah. his wife had brochures for sex toys up there. Whoa. Oh, oh. We didn't know about okay. that. His wife, as I recall, wasn't what, you know, society would call attractive. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw her. You think that he still owns that place? You know, I went on, um, I went on, I think, the Cedar Falls Assessor site to see, and I don't think he did. I think he sold it. Because okay. it's not a, it's not a college, uh. It's like a couple thing, blocks away from like where most of the yeah. yeah, and it, it was like there was a bed and breakfast across the street. And you the think they next door neighbor was an changed old it? They changed yeah. it back and it was. He died while we lived there. Yeah, and it's, there's like kids' rooms and stuff. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. It's like a family lives there now. So they reconverted it back to yeah. single family home. Yep. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the professor that lived next door, we have we know a guy in Des Moines who was in the Glee Club. And you and I, and that was the Glee Club professor yeah. who died in the house next door. He died door. when we lived there. Yeah. What? Oh he was a yeah. jerk, too. Yeah, he was a jerk to us, too. He called the cops on us. What yeah. was his name? Uh, oh, I forget. Nobody remembers. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> I re- well, I remember the story that our friend told us is he had, like, a, a stroke or something on Friday evening and, like, was laying in his living room floor until like monday he didn't jump for work oh why? i didn't know that yeah and then yeah someone came and checked on him like by monday night because no one had heard from him all day and he was <laughs> he was still alive he just had laid there all weekend oh god and then he was in the hospital for several days and then he passed away what the other thing he um he ratted me out on is i lived or i worked in the maintenance office on campus and i would drive the you and i car home at lunch because i only had half an hour for lunch break so i'd drive it home and go in and eat a sandwich, and he called and turned me in because, you know, that's not official university business. And I was like, all right, excuse me, sir, it's seven blocks. All right, I'm not putting the university in the hole with gas here. Who are these adults in like living amongst college people, though? That's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Why, how do they think their life is going to be normal amongst, like, college kids? I don't think they want it to be. Mm-mm. They just want to call the cops all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to be mad about things all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet they watch dumpsters, like, don't oh, throw things. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're dumpster watchers, mm-hmm. I bet. I'm sure. The one time the uh, fire firemen showed up at our house to question how many people lived there, like the fireman was so obviously annoyed that he was at our door having to ask us this. He's like, "How many people live here?" Oh, four. Thanks, bye. Like, <laughs> like people are in the basement, like trying to pack up a room, <laughs> and this guy could not get out of there soon enough. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> you don't need to dismantle the water bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you think he dismantled your waterbed for no reason? I don't know. They came through there. Who knows? They did? They, they walked did. through okay. there. When the second or third time he had me do it, he gave me money, though. Leon gave you money? Yeah. A couple hundred bucks. What? Whoa. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So. Couldn't you just be like, no, this is just where we hang out. <laughs> On the waterbed. <laughs> <The big laughs> On the waterbed. Water this is the it's study like a room. couch. This is the study room. <laughs> we read books on this waterbed. <laughs> There's four of us. <laughs> you really absorb the information better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and you guys both worked at Target. Did you ever work yeah. at Target? I did yeah. not. I, I did not. Either. And they had both told me stories about doing weird stretches in the morning. Uh, well, we worked in two different... You worked at a store. I worked at a warehouse or distribution warehouse. Oh, I worked in the actual but store. But we all yeah. still had to do stretches. Yeah. yeah, like I had to do like I'd, at 8 o'clock on a like Saturday morning. They're like, let's do jumping jacks to get get set for the day. And I'm just what? like... <laughs> at Target? Yeah. Do yeah. you think they still do that? I feel oh, like yeah. they do. I w- sure. We should ask Mindy. Yeah. Why, why, why do they do that? They to want it to be fired like... Up? I think so, yeah. yeah. For us, it was so we didn't get hurt. But um, did you get fired up also? No. Oh. No, okay. Well, no, okay. You couldn't. You had to be there for 12 hours. It was a soul and suck. And go to bed, come back 12 hours, go to bed, come back 12 hours. Yeah. It's hell on earth. Okay. Well, okay. the jumping jacks may have helped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say this about Target. I love shopping there. Working yeah. there is a whole different bed. Yeah. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I do mm-hmm. wonder if they're still doing these things. Like jumping Jackson being like, we're mm-hmm. all we're all best friends and we're all a mm-hmm. team. What's we're weird? Team members. I mean, the only time I ever had to be there in the morning to do that was on Saturdays and Sundays, and then you know you'd go off like I'd go off to the electronics counter and I wouldn't see a customer for an hour <laughs> because it's eight o'clock on a Sunday morning. Like so no one. So then one's, all you know, of your pumping up is yeah, wearing off. And I was just like, I guess I'll organize these hoodie and the blowfish CDs because <laughs> I've got so much energy. Wasn't that when someone tried to return hoodie? <laughs> yes, yeah, someone tried to review. Not not the first one, the second one. They did not care for the second hoodie and the blowfish CD. And I explained, you cannot open a CD and take it home and listen to it and decide you do not like it. That's a gamble. A mm-hmm. CD is a gamble. Just it like is. a movie. These people that want their money back for movies. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. That person may have been the person who invented <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> because now you can listen to I don't to want things. a gamble. Yeah. You can preview. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to take a musical break? Life is a dream worth living, baby. Come and see what I've done. You're not the only one to live inside the sun. Together 
Emotionally jammed out. <laughs> We're all feeling good from listening yeah. to that music. Woo! <laughs> that was good. So there's a lot of Facebook stuff. There's always we usually talk about Facebook on the podcast at some point, and yeah. there's some Facebook things going on. First bell is off of it right now. Yeah, I cut it off. That's not I'll a stop. bad idea. This is why. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. First of all, I was telling Casey this. You know how you can see how many minutes and hours it's been when people have been on. Mm-hmm. I saw that and I was like sick. You can? Where? See, Val, See, I don't think anyone so he sees doesn't it. know. So maybe that's what I said. I'm like, I never look at said. this thing. <laughs> okay, if you're on the mobile phone on the app, if you just kind of mm-hmm. swipe over yeah. to the left, it brings it up and it shows that. But on the iPad, it's there on the side all the time. Oh. And it says you know how many minutes how many hours mm-hmm. it resets at 24 hours so it just is blank so mine is blank now because i'm just like you don't want people to know i don't want people to know i feel like i was on it all the time and i was just like obsessively checking it i mm-hmm. felt like an addict so you're like so okay. i'm like are you just taking a break i'm or just you... i feel like i'm just taking a break okay because my family likes you know they like seeing what you're up to but i'm like mm-hmm. I can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. After seeing that over to the side. After seeing that. And, and I've then, never looked at that thing to see how long people have been, like it's been since they've been on. I've never looked at it. So, like it'll accidentally go over there and then I'm like, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> so people probably aren't looking at it at I don't all. think they are. Because I feel like most people are on it on their mobile phone, mm-hmm. not the iPad. And if I saw that, I think I would probably just think, you know, oh, they just closed it and didn't, you know, they're on their yeah. phone and just closed it and didn't uh-huh, shut it didn't out, know. you know, yeah. Like, I, I've never. But still, it's just like, why is that anyone's business? Yeah. And I looked to see, there's no way to shut it off, just so you guys know. Ugh. Well, that's what. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Cameron was like, can I read this message without them seeing it? And then I said. Oh, on instant messenger, yeah. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah. Meebox said there was a way, but I'm like, just read it. Who cares if it says red? And then it was just mm-hmm. like, who cares? Don't respond to this, and you don't need to respond to this just because people can see it's red. And then she's yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. good. You know, because there is no way to change that. People mm-hmm. will always know now. Did you read it? Mm-hmm. 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 But that's why. Mm-hmm. Why? 
Oh, no. And Heath had a good point on Facebook the other day. Do you want to explain it, Heath, or should I set it up? I'll try, I'll try to explain okay. it. Okay. I'll try to explain it. So this whole Cecil Lyon thing, you know, and mm-hmm. people were pretty pretty upset about it, which, you know, that's fair, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, you do you. You feel the way you feel, mm-hmm. you know. And then, of course, as with everything on Facebook and social media, then then someone else compl- is outraged about your outrage, and they were mm-hmm. outraged because you're outraged about lions, and you're <laughs> not outraged about domestic <laughs> violence and cars. <laughs> and it's just like, come on, man. Just, it's so stupid. It's like... And he said, yeah, you like shoes, but what are you doing about gun violence? Exactly. That's what those two topics have as much to do with each other. Like, that's all I want to do for a week is every time someone posts something, I just want to be like, what about gun violence? Like, for everything. Oh. What about cat abortions? Yeah. Oh, your niece got baptized? What about gun violence? It's like you don't care. That's so true. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone, and she was just saying, she's like, I'm sick of everyone trying to, like, out. What what did you say? They're, like, trying to be, like, my tragedy is worse than your tragedy. Like, my grief is bigger than your grief. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not okay. Well, I mean, if you know, at some point, all the tragedies are tragic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you can't out-tragedy each other. You know, it's mm-hmm. like when you reach, like, on the tragedy scale, mm-hmm. when you're going to like it at a seven, it's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're, you know, cool. <laughs> we're all in the same area here, you know? Well, that's what, like, someone's like, my dog died, and then they're like, well, yeah, my son killed himself. Mm-hmm. Did so you, did you mean ya. I'm sorry? <laughs> okay, thanks. Beat ya. <laughs> beat ya. I got it worse than you. <laughs> Look at my tragedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. So you're on a break now. Yeah. I'm on a break from it. Maybe on Facebook, maybe it would help if every 24 hours we all had to list the five things we're outraged about <laughs> at this moment. Yes. And that would just keep everybody sort of... Maybe we yeah. should. Mm-hmm. Like, these are my Why outrages not? today. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. Just do get them out one. and yeah. do move on. It really offer a lot of perspective. Mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> I feel like I'm on... 72 hours now of Facebook, and I feel like I broke an addiction. Good job. Maybe not yet, though. <laughs> I feel like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> your addiction is bent, at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're yeah. just doing okay now, and it's not an addiction, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a thing, so... Mm-hmm. I deleted the app. I mean, so. but there are fun things on Facebook. That's why it's so annoying I know, that these like articles and mm-hmm. things like that. If I could just see, like, the articles and the And people are being funny and, on there. Yeah. And they have funny pictures, and you mm-hmm. want to see it, and then it's like all of a sudden someone's yeah. like, Confederate flag all up in oh, the yeah. SBH. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish there was some way. I mean, I feel like Facebook should figure out a way to be like... This is stupid and atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you can have those on like a separate tab. You know, and then you just, just like the fun this. stuff like, oh, you know, you went to the balloon festival? Wonderful. That's great. That's a good picture. Thank it's you. It's Doug the Pug. Yeah. You like this. Yeah. This won't make you mad. That would be nice if uh-huh. they could figure that out. Just put mm-hmm. good things in your feed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just have different tabs like, this is stupid. This yeah. is <laughs> someone shaming you for not being outraged at their <laughs> outrage. Like, you know, you could have a variety of categories uh-huh. that This are is available. about that fucking lion. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's its own mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm done. Well, and then oh, speaking of that lion, then for a while today, it was the lion's brother was taking care of the lion's kids. Oh, fuck! (laughs) And somebody was like, "It's like the Lion King, but the uncle's good." And I'm like, "What?" And then apparently the uncle lion, apparently he got killed now too by somebody. (laughs) I don't like all this happened today. (laughs) And then someone, and I kid you not, someone in my Facebook feed, I think someone I know from high school, posted a picture of the uncle lion killing a gazelle. They were all like, "See, he's not so great. (laughs) (laughs) He does things too." I'm like, I don't... That's what lions are supposed to do. I think you misunderstood the assignment. (laughs) Why isn't this lion just doing his hobbies, living in a tiny house, being cute? Has this lion ever done crossword puzzles instead of killing everybody? (laughs) So that's what's going on on Facebook, and I'm annoyed by it all as well. Mm -hmm. That's my input. I'm annoyed by it all as well. Mm -hmm. And you know... Some days I can feel when I'm posting too much on Facebook and I'm like, well, I've gone too far. Like, I've had four posts, but I'm like, people will like this right. and I can't stop myself. Right. And I'm trying you not to, to be... share it. And I'm trying not to put anything like, I'm going to throw down. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, won't people like Cosmo swinging in a swing? I'm putting it up. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many posts. But other people are just like, I'm going to go into the store. Let me tell you. Yeah. And I'm going to check in 20 more times with nothing interesting. And you want my opinions mm-hmm. on everything. And I don't. Mm-hmm. Blow by blow of their day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. get and I don't need everyone's review of every movie that ever happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they don't. You can just, just go online look. Yeah. I know. I just can't do it. Oh. You've been off for 72 hours. Look what you're missing. This lion mm-hmm. stuff is blown I up. Know. Yep. Cecil. I feel a lot more at peace. That's true. Like Cecil. <laughs> okay. All right. Val doesn't know what this is, so we have to explain this. But back in the day, and this is when my mom worked at the school, Oprah convinced the world <laughs> that teens were having rainbow parties. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's... A couple different rainbow things that are happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. One is girls are putting on different color lipstick <laughs> and then giving guys blowjobs and then their mm-hmm. dick is all Stop. rainbow colored. Mm-hmm. Totally yep. forgot. To see who could get down this. for this. Uh-huh. I have heard yep. of this. You have heard of this? Uh-huh. Rainbow parties. Mm-hmm. They each put different color lipstick on mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. whichever guy has the most different colors is like the coolest mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goddamn right he is. <laughs> <laughs> What up, bro? <laughs> First of all, hey, bro. As I'm, as I'm looking at your penis, I'm very impressed with it. <laughs> all the colors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you got some Reggie Bibb going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't you feel awesome. like? First of all, if you did that. Each color would not, it wouldn't look like a rainbow. It would all be like mm-hmm. different shades swirled of red. together. <laughs> right. I feel like, yeah, it would be right? like tragic smears, is what it would <laughs> yeah. be. Uh-huh. Like, why is the rainbow staying? It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, like, like a, like, you know, a kiss on a mirror or something. No. No, no it no. would be like, just yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but Oprah had convinced society. She had it on society. her show. She yep. talked about yeah. it on her show. Well, and then I think uh, locally, I think, I believe Sonia Heitzusen did a oh story my. on it, too. Yeah. And Do you so, think all the teens were, like, laughing? Like, we well, don't yeah. know what this is. And then my mom mm-hmm. worked at the school, and she's like, I can't believe these kids are having rainbow parties. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, what? And then I had to rake it to her. I'm like, this isn't a true thing that happened. 
not the rainbow party. <laughs> you were all concerned mm-hmm. and horrified for nothing because Oprah yeah. did this to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. She did that. She did Dr. Phil. She did Dr. Oz. I don't know. There's some things she has to answer for. Mm-hmm. Where do you think she got her information? A lying team. Yeah. I feel like one of her producers were, like found their daughter doing something, <laughs> and then this was the story the daughter told, and then you know the mom was like, "Oh, okay, well I'm taking this to work." <laughs> and Oprah's just like, "Well, you know, I let's have, have a special. You know, I don't have teens. I've got Stedman, and I've got several dogs. So whatever you say about teens, I believe." It it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Like it would just be like varying shades of red and pink. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or did Oprah say that the teens were putting on, like, purple and orange? And you know, Do they even sell yellow They don't. Stuff? No. They don't. Okay. Like, they not sell, that I've seen. Like, do they sell, like, black? There might be black at Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, at a Halloween, so mm-hmm. like, at Nobbies. But then also mm-hmm. there was a thing where you're wearing different colored rainbow bracelets, and that means, like, a guy would come up and break it, and that's how far you go with him. Mm-hmm. You're blowing him. If he breaks that black <laughs> bracelet, you are blowing him. Well, no, really, I mean, it begs the question. How many, how many blowjobs does a teenage boy need in one before, between showers, right? How many? Don't be greedy. They're just morning Don't to night, greedy. just blowjobs. Yeah. Did Oprah make that up, the bracelet thing? Well, that's the thing. Like, this bracelet thing, they're like, we don't even know where this came from, and we don't know if it's true, because who knows where it came from. But this rainbow party is a fabrication, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. You know? I mean, there might have been one, but I feel like everybody was just like, I don't know, my mouth is tired. Uh. <laughs> you know, Casey, my dick is in, tired. In high school, My we mom's were... here, you guys. I gotta go. <laughs> in high school, my friend... Tina and I took, um, so we were seniors and we took this freshman guy to homecoming. Mm-hmm. We were like, yeah, that's kind of fun. He's like our friend. Is this going to end at a rainbow party? Just hold on. Okay. <laughs> and so we were like, yeah, cool. And, you know, we like, we took him to homecoming, like, as a fun time. Yeah. And then we were like, man, let's go to Perkins afterwards and Clear oh, Lake. Perkins, and yeah. so we got in our car and went and. I don't really know what he thought was going to happen at the, <laughs> and after the homecoming, but he said, mm, will you put lipstick on my BJ? And it was like, what does that mean? Lipstick on my BJ? It doesn't even make sense, does it? It doesn't make sense. No. And we were like, oh. That's a silly request, <laughs> sir. And so then we went to Perkins, and we were like, you can't ride home with us. You're going to have to find an alternate ride. This, yeah. is, this is done. Finish You've got an entire Perkins to work through here. Someone here is bound to take you somewhere. Go to Knockout. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, though, you know? Would you put lipstick on my BJ? Would you put lipstick on my BJ? And he was, like, sitting, and he said it that way, the way that I just said it. And it was oh, like, geez. get ready, mm, girls. Like a, yeah, like get ready. I got an opportunity for you. Oh, man. You have been presented with opportunities in your life as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess, do you think that he had heard it? When did Oprah come out with this? It a was, while ago. I feel like it was in the 90s, right? Yeah. yeah, so maybe he had heard it on Oprah. And he was like, we hadn't, and we were mm-hmm. like, what is he talking about? Well, you know, if you're going to give a blowjob to a freshman in high school, it might as well be one that watches Oprah. <laughs> Why not? Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll know which kind of Uggs everyone's buying. <laughs> I ever 
forgot to talk about this earlier, but, and there's no rule that I had to talk about it earlier, but it's later now, and this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) There's no rules here. (laughs) This is lawless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the nothing's too weird compound, and we go by our own rules, which are no rules. And what we're going to talk about now is speaking engagements. (gasps) Yes. So... Ethan and I did a speaking engagement at ISU. Mm-hmm. Michael's For class. Go clones. Future young professionals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you what? He liked were, it. They loved it. We were bowled over is what they, they were. They were with rapt attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. And they were asking questions, and they were just a good class, and they had thoughts, and they were fun, and it was the morning, and they were awake. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Val and I had a speaking engagement at Beast Village last year. We did. In front of Toast. <gasps> and we were nervous. I feel like the Toast was less engaged. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and we found out there were, we have some teen fans. There was teenagers in the audience. Nice. That's our demographics. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they were the main ones listening. Yeah, because I saw someone else in the front. Taking notes. Taking notes, I don't believe, of the podcast, but maybe of some jokes he was going to tell later. Mm-hmm. Yep. And mm-hmm. that was right up front, mm-hmm. and that was that was not distracting. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Well, it was yeah. fine. <laughs> At least not, he didn't have his phone out. Yeah. <laughs> I was not watching him take notes. Yeah. I was just, yeah. it was fine. I was fine. Good for mm-hmm. him. It was good. That Beast Village speaking Do you engagement. guys all feel like once you speak in front of people, you've accomplished something major? Yeah. It a gives you a lot of power. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels, it feels big time. It builds you each time. Mm-hmm. It builds you each time as a person. And I feel like both times I you was grow. like, well, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And then we did it. And mm-hmm. you did. And it was fine. And people loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those students, we changed their lives. I'm sure they didn't say we did, but I'm sure we did. Mm-hmm. I think These they teenagers, did. we At least them one of the those better. kids in that room, they're always going to probably remember that. I think I know which one it was. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the one that asked, like, I have a, I have a summer internship. What's, what's, <laughs> what advice do you have for me? And we told her, we're like, well, you're probably going to have the best idea, but they're not going to listen to you because yeah. you're an intern. <laughs> and I feel like that is solid uh-huh. advice. Yeah. yeah. And we <laughs> said, you know, just, you know, just accept that's going to happen and just keep being awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes your workplace is yeah. 10 years and they'll be like no not you <laughs> best, case, best case scenario someone's stealing your idea and <laughs> gonna see your own. and that advice. is what we call an opportunity that's good mm-hmm. advice for those kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good yep good and so okay this is the wind it down but it's not going to be wound down because it's kind of a lot to talk about okay so we have been busy these past few weeks. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I went Bigfoot hunting with Cold Sweats Podcast. Yep. And if you want to hear about that, you can listen to their podcast. Mm-hmm. They are nice gentlemen, and thank you for that opportunity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, An actual opportunity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that took place. They're given opportunity. They a good, are. A good reputation. They are. They are like, this is an opportunity, and it's real. And so that took place at Bonaparte, yeah. Iowa. Okay. And this was Ty and Corey, and they were, they believe in Bigfoot with all of their heart and soul. They took us walking in the gravel, and we didn't die. There was someone that we called a government-issued prostitute we saw outside of the bar. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And Bonaparte Mm -hmm. is a weird river town that I don't know why it exists. 
Mm-hmm. It's just kind of how how big is it? Well, five years ago it was four hundred people. Right? What? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's tiny. Yeah, and it, wow. meth has hit that town. Yeah, like yeah, a freight train. Uh huh. Meth hit that town in the breadbasket. And Ooh. so. <laughs> This weird experience that you can hear on their podcast that took place in Bonaparte, and also Heath has been to Bonaparte mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hear about it. <laughs> Two years ago, um, Michael and I and some friends of ours were, you know, we decided let's take a fall in-state weekend getaway mm-hmm. road trippy mm-hmm. type situation. So we picked, um, I don't even know who picked it, but we picked Bonaparte because they had something called the Bonaparte Inn. Mm-hmm. It used to be a pants factory <laughs> and had been converted into a boutique hotel. Isn't it weird that okay. bread and bre- there's a bed pants factory there? Yeah. yeah. That there was ever a pants factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. And we did, they like, um, someone who worked at the uh, hotel, like, gave us, like, a little tour, like, um, one of the mornings we were there. And you, when you go up on the top floor, like... It was still the original floor, and you could see, like, they showed us where someone would stand to do whatever it was they were doing to the pants. <laughs> and they stood there so long and so much, they were, like, indentations where their feet were. <laughs> in the wood. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, what? so this is, like, someone's life work was in this floor. You know, it was, like, that's Every just where they stood. Every day they went to their uh-huh. foot factory. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So, yeah, but we went to this town, and there was, like, there was one restaurant, and there was one bar and there's one gas station and and we got there on Friday and we just went to the local bar called the River's Edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's on the um, River's Edge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it was just it was a sort of, you know it was I feel like OSHA probably should have been there <laughs> at some point. But they weren't. And we met some locals. There was the gentleman who was getting married the next day and he was there with his brother and a couple other friends and um okay. At one point in the evening, they uh, got down to just their underwear, and they were just sort of cavorting around the, the bar. And we asked the bartender, we're like, is this weird? Is this normal? He's like, yeah, this happens all the time. Like, he didn't even care. It just happens all the time. One of these guys asked our friend Eric, like, you know, do you want to see my brother's penis? It's really huge. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what a strange thing for you to say. <laughs> And then we were like, they had like an area out back for you, you know, to go and smoke. And we were out there for a while. And we met a guy who had just got out of prison. And he went to prison because he robbed a bank. And the bank he worked, he robbed his mother worked at. That's how he got caught. And it was just sort of like, that's like, oh, okay. Like you thought that was going to work out well. That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I forget what his name is. Uh, But anyway, it was an interesting name. But that was Friday night at this bar, and then Saturday night we came back because they told our friend Travis, who is, he, he likes gentlemen, you know, <laughs> and his, he had found out they were having an amateur, amateur strip show, which I'm certain is illegal. Right? Like, you can't just do that. But they had it, and, you know, people, people entered it, and it was just sort of, you know, local gentlemen and who entered it, and then somebody carried around boxes and with like numbers on there, like you know, vote for who's your favorite. And I, I like, mm-hmm. I, like you know, with in good conscience, I could not vote for any of them. <laughs> None of them are my favorite. A grand total of zero of them were my favorite. But if I had to, there was one. His name was Peach. He was probably around sixty. He had a. I don't know. Probably medically, it was a boil on his back, <laughs> a, a hunchback maybe, a growth, 
And he, you know, he just sort of, like, it was just in, like, his underwear, just sort of dancing around the bar, <laughs> like, with this growth on his back. And it was, like, it was endearing, but still. His name yeah. was Peach. Yeah. Peach is a town gay. That's what, <laughs> that's what we were told who that was. It's Peach the town gay. I, I think we were with... Corey, the town. I don't know what, but I'm sure people were like. I wish I would have. I wish I, I should have told you to ask Corey if he knows Peach. I'm sure he'd have been like, "Oh yeah, Peach, the town." <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm taking him out squatching. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, you said. What did you say about what? What did? What did Corey say that people would say about Bigfoot? Well, this is what Bigfoot does. Okay. Like when you asked Corey, like he said that Bigfoot's in town and stuff. So I was like, "What's he doing in town?" And this is what Corey said: probably just like looking in windows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I and it should be known that Corey was arrested for uh-huh. trespassing at one point. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Yep. Weird. No. Yeah. Weird strange. I think Corey and Bigfoot have a lot of the same hobbies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like Do you to... think he got arrested in his quest for Bigfoot? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think his quest to look in windows as if he was the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think he's having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I think that's good. I mean, in Bonaparte, that has to be hard to come by, and yeah. he has found his fun. His fun, and it is throwing rocks in the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. And... Heath has got some more to his tail. <laughs> the other, the other major part of Bonaparte um, was a, a lady we met. Well, I, there's two parts. There's two ladies I want to talk about. Okay. Uh, one was her name was Carol, and she is someone's grandmother. And I know that because at the at this bar, her grandson came in and asked her for some money, and she turned him down. <laughs> And by the end of the by the end of the evening, Carol was picking up her shirt and flashing her breasts at people in the bar. <laughs> and I have a photo on my phone of her breasts. And this is Heath's favorite photo to sit uh-huh. around when things yeah. are awful. It's mm-hmm. just like here's here's she Carol's just was tits. Flashing. When people text me things I don't want to hear, I will you text them back Carol's tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what I do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And it's a good response. Yeah. That's the perfect wow. response. Yeah. It makes me think of pancakes. <laughs> That's what her breasts make me think of. Let's pull <laughs> Two them up. Pancakes. And it was okay for her to do this. No public nudity I, charges. Just I don't think it's okay. But everyone in the bar was <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone Bonaparte was like, okay. Well, and we went back to the hotel that night. And the, the uh, like maybe 19-year-old girl working the desk was like, oh, you know, how are you guys? And we were like, fine. And, you know, we're like, we saw some weird things tonight at the at the bar. Some lady picked her shirt up and she was like, oh, Carol. Like, she knew who she was. Like, she, like, this is like, uh, Carol's this known about town for flashing her, MO. her boobs. Yeah. Was she like, yeah, yeah, Carol, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't even like, oh, Carol's tits again. She was just like, you know, like someone Dude, might be like. Carol. Yeah. You know, someone would be like, oh, you know, like, you're the lady in town that hands out muffins to new people. Like, that was sort of the inflection the of her wagon. voice. Yeah, yeah. Carol's tits are the welcome wagon mm-hmm. to Bonaparte. That is so crazy. And I was saying I would like a shirt. Like, I have a Gossip Girl shirt that has all the characters from Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want it to say Ty and Corey and Carol and Carol's tits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're characters. 
Yeah. There was one other character we met there in, in Bonaparte. Her name was Brooke. Mm-hmm. And she was um, she was very impressed that we were from Des Moines. She was like, oh, Des Moines. And she said it like we all have a staff if we live nice. in Des Moines, you know, which I was like, sure, we do. We yeah. Totally do. yeah. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> but she was trying, uh, particularly with my friend Eric and I, she was trying very much to sort of be like, like she was like a hag looking for some, some homosexuals, you know. She was just like, I'm a hag without a homo, you know. She Peach was, has got his yeah. homo. <laughs> she was just like, Peach has told me no, and I see you too, and what, you know. And, uh, and, you know, anybody who knows me, like if you're a stranger and you're like trying to get me to be, you know, <laughs> like be your best friend like forcing me to do it like yeah. I run the other way like I totally <laughs> shut down and I'm just like Ugh. and she was trying to make small talk and she was trying to be besties with me and it wasn't happening so by the end of the evening she told my friend Eric she's like you know of all your group you're my favorite and then she turned to me and said you'll be my least favorite always <laughs> I was just like, okay, <laughs> good luck with everything. <laughs> no, I, I said that wrong. Excuse me. She said, you'll always be my least favorite. That's what she said. Always. Oh, and I appreciate great. I appreciate that she's sticking to her guns yeah. on that. But she's just like, yeah. you know, you and can't change it. <laughs> Ethan and I have decided, you know, we went to Bonaparte. It, we had adventures. We have stories. Mm-hmm. And we're lucky we made it out alive. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of character. Yep. And it's got a lot of characters. <laughs> yeah. That's wonderful. And mm-hmm. their baseball stadium is called the Bonadome. Yeah. <gasps> yep. The Bonadome. Bonaparte's yeah. what Boone wishes it would be. <laughs> 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 no one's left Boone being like, oh my God, can you believe it? Everyone's like, thank God I'm on a Boone. <laughs> Boone. <laughs> Puffer Billy Days. <laughs> Puffer Yep. You got Hobo Fest coming up next weekend, right? Yeah, next right? weekend, yep. Head it up. That's what goes on in Brit. The hobos. Hobo the hobo jungle. Country of the world. And did they just ride the rails on into town? Yeah, they just ride the rails. They're probably getting in tonight. Into their cars, their yep. box cars. Setting up their tents for the week. In the hobo mm. jungle. Yep, in the jungle. It's like Ragbri, but less annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of like Ragbri. <laughs> <laughs> they're riding the rails across the United yeah. States. They don't have wish, to pedal. I wish the register would send some reporters to hobo days. Yeah. Yes. Maybe they should send their star reporter, mm-hmm. and then we could tag along, and uh-huh. then maybe be correspondents on the mm-hmm. scene. I don't yeah. know. Inside. Yep. Insider information. It would be amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, okay, since we've been on, we did the 48-hour film fest last year, which we are going to show you and Michael today after the... Yes. <laughs> and That's my preemptive <laughs> And if you want to see it, that will be at the floor on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be something really special. And it is what I call our coming out of the closet is crazy people film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this yet, listeners, but I guarantee you, you should go Let see it. Let the masks <laughs> slip. You'd be a fool not to. Yeah. Good. The masks are mm-hmm. off, and this is who off. we are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Scott, see, how are you feeling about it, Scott? The movie. What do you mean? You guys keep asking me that. I don't know. How do you feel about sitting in a the theater, people are going to see it, it, and know it's us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel 
fabulous about it. Well, I can tell you this. It's got a person that's in a, a local commercial in it. Yep. So it's got, mm-hmm. you know. It's got Tol McGrain from yep. Daydreams Commercials. <laughs> mm-hmm. Local yep. blown glass pendant enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. He plays a broom. He does. Check it out. And he plays a great broom. Mm-hmm. It, I feel like it's a lot like if Inside Out was mixed with Intervention. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel fine about it. About it. Okay, you feel fine about it. Scott feels fine about it. I feel good about it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I feel great. It's going to show. I feel stoked about it. He feels stoked about it. Stoked. Mm -hmm. And this is a sneak preview that only they're going to get, and then Mm -hmm. you guys are going to have to pay for it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's That's just how life goes. If you come on the podcast and be an awesome guest, you Mm -hmm. get to see movies ahead of the schedule. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks, universe. (laughs) Yep. All right. Now it's time... Bell picks questions out of this uh-huh. box here, and we answer them. God knows what they're going to be. Yep. Question time. <laughs> yep. Try to pick real good yep, ones. Yep, I'll eat a piece of watermelon. Okay. If you could appear on any game show, which would you choose? Oh, my God. Okay. I know what Heath should be on. Go. What? what? What is that show we watch at lunch that you would get everything right? <laughs> oh, gosh. What is it called? It's got Craig Ferguson on it. We can't think of the name. That's how, I, how no. pop, popular it's it is. Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. It's like Celebrity Name Game. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Celebrity Name Game. And it has, it seems to, they seem to just have idiots on mm-hmm. who have to get <laughs> celebrities to guess, like, other celebrities' names. Yeah. And, like... It's like charades, kind of, I guess. It's sort of glorified charades. But if, like, Leonardo DiCaprio's a name, these idiots are just like, he's a person <laughs> and um, movies and um, uh, man. Yeah. Like, that's what they say. And it's like, just say Titanic. Just say Titanic. <laughs> they you know? can say movie names, but they don't? Yeah, yeah. and they, they don't. Like, they don't know. And it's just, you know, it's like if Justin Bieber, they're just like, oh, uh, uh, singing and hair <laughs> um, you know and it's like name one of the songs I mean I don't know any of them but name one yeah you know and Heath is always having the best answers and me and Jeff are just like you need to be on this you would sweep celebrity name but then what if you got dumb celebrities that were like not guessing yeah then you'd have to slap them yeah and I mean and they're they're playing fast and loose with celebrities mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's like the host of So You Think You Can Dance and Sherry O'Terry it's like well <laughs> oh. you know they're not celebrities now yeah. but <laughs> Sure, they have been. <laughs> yeah. We were watching, Scott had on the Game Show Network, and there was an episode of Family Feud on, and this guy, I feel like I'd be fine on there. Like, I would just be like, because people are so dumb on there, who mm-hmm. cares what I would answer? Yep. But this guy was obsessed. Like, one of the answers, like it said, asking what is big and round. And his answer was guy's testicles. <gasps> yeah. And then he, another one, another question was, why would a man stop seeing his mistress? And then he was like, because she gets stinky, you know, down there. <gasps> yeah, what? Yeah. what? And that was not on the board. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. You mean out of 100 people, nobody was like, you know, but ladies I'm, smells? Well, it was on the board. Though. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was going to say. This is what made it on the board. This is why women, why men are stopping to see their mistresses, going back okay. to their wives. Okay, why? Their mistress are farting. <gasps> <laughs> that was on the board. It was on the board. Oh, come on, mistresses. Get it together. <laughs> Farting all over people. <laughs> what would 
you be on, Val? Oh, my God. Um, I think that I would be on The Price is Right. Yeah, that would that'd be, be fun. fun. That'd yeah. be fun, you know? Yeah, you could just have fun. I yeah. think I'd win. Did you see that one recently where the the lady didn't guess the um, prize, but then the model was like, oh, you got it wrong, and then revealed it, but her 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 um, turns weren't over, so then she just won the car by default. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Those and they were like, models. what? <laughs> and the, the model? The model, I think Drew Carey was like, damn it. You fucked it up. You fucked it up. I think he did. Thought, he That's thought that. That's not nice, Drew yeah. Carey. But oh. the model was like, oh, no, I can't believe I did that. And I felt bad for her. I think it would be a good game. You know, speaking of Family Feud, they had Celebrity Family Feud on uh, primetime this summer. Yeah. And I liked it more than I feel comfortable admitting. <laughs> But what was weird was, I mean, by celebrity, it was sort of like, like, one episode was Vicki Lawrence and her family versus Ed Asner and his family. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, Vicki Lawrence and Ed Asner, okay, people know them, but like, it's their whole family. Nobody yeah. knows their family. Yeah. It's like, I think Vicki Lawrence's daughter is like a college professor. Like, she's not a celebrity, you know? Yeah. And poor Ed Asner had to say, oh, God, what'd they ask him? They asked him some, like... I don't know. It was some weird sex thing. Oh, like, no. And poor Ed. You know, Mary Tyler Moore somewhere. It's just like, Ed, oh, <laughs> come on. You know. But he had to say some stuff that he shouldn't have had to say on, on the television. You got to do it for TV. Yeah. 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 That's great. Okay. Ready for the next one? I'm ready. Mm-hmm. What's the most amazing weather you've seen? I don't know. What? I just chose this. <laughs> <laughs> Got to answer. Okay. Hmm. Amazing so, weather. My Let's aunt see. used to have a pool in her backyard, and she wouldn't let us go through her house to go to the pool. But we would. She'd be like, "Just unlock the gate and go in. The neighbors yeah. know you're going there, whatever." So we'd go swimming, and me and my sister were there, and my mom was meeting us with like McDonald's stuff. And all of a sudden, the sirens are going off in Polk City, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? Then the neighbor comes outside, and he's like, it's a tornado. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, (laughs) well, we can't go anywhere, and I'm not going in a ditch like they say to do. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so my mom got there, and I'm like, we got to get out of there. And she had this big full-size van, and we're driving through Polk City, and there's like trash cans going across the road. We're hitting them. It feels like TV. And then we get to what used to be like... A grocery store, but now it's maybe a boat store or something behind yeah. Casey's yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get there, and we're in our bathing suits. We had been swimming, and my mom's like, I need my clothes like to go in. I'm like, you don't need your clothes. And then she's like, I do. And then I opened the van door and got her clothes, and then I had to run at it like a linebacker and hit it. And then we got in to the grocery store, and you could see like the tornado there. Right there. What? And we got in the grocery store in the freezer, and then my sister is just screaming, we're going to die. We're going to die. We're all going to die. And I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> and we didn't die, but we were in the grocery store freezer, and I was in my bathing suit. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Traumatic. What a great story. That's weather. Mm-hmm. That's weather. Mm-hmm. What about you, Heath? Um, probably... <clears throat> I mean, I'm from Parkersburg, you know, tornado town. Yeah. So I wasn't there when that happened. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, God bless That's Parkersburg. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably uh, when we, before we sold our house, I was there. It was, a, I think it was a Friday or Saturday evening. And it started raining so hard in one of our windows in the living room. 
it was raining so hard through the screen. And the window, the interior window was down. But it was raining so hard that the area between the screen and the window was filling up with water because it couldn't drain out fast enough. So water started coming in through the closed window. And I was just like, oh, for shit's sake, am I floating away? Like, you know, and the TV and all, you know, all the electronics were sitting there and I'm like grabbing towels. I'm just like, what is happening? What is happening? But that was weird because it was like, that's weird to be raining that hard. Yeah. That, like it's not even like draining out. It can't even draining go down the, the screen. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. But I should also point out that uh, local media personality, Micah Moraine, <laughs> on Ragbri, he had a photo of a, a roll cloud. Oh, was, God, yeah. That was on the cover of uh, the register, the front page. And um, it was it was tweeted and retweeted and Facebooked by oh, several nice. you know dozens of weather nice. nerds. Yeah. I saw it Thousands on of people. Twitter the night before, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then it was on Facebook. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it mm-hmm. took off. It mm-hmm. went viral. It did. It did. <laughs> Someone said, take a viral photo, and he did it. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the most amazing weather that I wish I had seen. Okay. Meat shower. Oh, yeah. Galaxy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Meat yeah. galaxy, I meat wish shower. We had seen the meat falling from the sky at that meat shower. The lung or whatever okay. it was. Well, yeah. Our producer says no oh, more Jesus. meat galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for everyone who the wants producer, to keep listening to this. The producer. You wrap it up, you should A, acknowledge that he said it, and then immediately. Well, wrap it up. That's, that is professionalism. I feel like, I feel like we follow the rules. <laughs> no. Fine. Scott, pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> so you guys remember the talk of the meat galaxy. Mm-hmm. Meat falling from the sky. I wish I would have seen that too. I wouldn't have eaten it. Mm-mm. No. Can you believe that they did? They're disgusting. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a little bit of when the... Um, and that movie Magnolia when it started writing frogs. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, yes. Paul Thomas Anderson. Exactly. Okay, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. That is what this podcast is all about. See, Scott? It is this, what this podcast is all this about. This podcast mm-hmm. is about, okay, Paul Thomas Anderson. Someone stop him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, you married Fiona Apple. I get it. I get it. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just dated he her. Oh, he just dated He's her? He's married to... Maya Rudolph? Yeah. Okay, well, that's a much better he choice. Is? Yeah. Wow, okay. Fiona Apple must be exhausted. You know what Maya Rudolph needs to say, though? Mm-hmm. Quit making your movie so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get yeah. an editor. He needs to talk to her because she was in Bridesmaids, which was wonderful. Yeah. And he made There Will Be Blood, which was not. Yep, <laughs> yep. Which uh, was not. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was not, Scott. Mm-hmm. Which was not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It was not. <laughs> All right. Scott, we'll do on that note. We'll wrap it up. Sorry, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Shorten your movies. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Shorten your movies. I mean, two hours is really all Definitely. you need. You're, yeah, mm-hmm. you're asking for too much of our day. We mm-hmm. have things to do. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. Two hours of bullshit is we one don't. thing. Three hours is another thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. We've all lived through it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, Heath, for being our guest. This has been so much fun. Yes, anytime. And we got some plugs. This Mm -hmm. is when we do our plugs. Mm -hmm. One, maybe check out who's going to win the best workplace. I don't know who it's going (laughs) to be. 
Maybe it's know. up to it's up to God in the universe now. Yep. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and check out our friends at Cold Sweats Podcast. Yep. We went Bigfoot hunting, and if you haven't listened to that, what a time we had. Mm-hmm. And also, maybe the Cold Sweats guys, you have a new host that is a barber and thinks he can talk shit on TJ. He can't. <laughs> no. Speaking of that, I want to say before we go, um, so everyone knows, and I've told Casey this. I've never been more happy for you, save for your wedding. <laughs> As when you found someone to cut your hair yes. that was you liked and was relaxing and was wonderful. Because yeah. that is such... Getting a haircut should not be a stressful thing. And you had years of... I did. And even cutting of, your bangs on the podcast. Yes. Pardon my French, but you had years of bullshit. I did! To go did. through to get to a point where a person who's good at cutting hair... Yeah. Cut your hair. I mean, you took someone to the hospital, for I God's sake. I did! Sakes. I can't believe you it. You did. I mean, if that was me, I'd just be like, no more haircuts. I'm going to do... I'm going to do Willie Nelson this shit. <laughs> but... As I say, as Reva says, I'm a survivor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And TJ, sur- like, help me survive. Mm-hmm. TJ's your Barbara Jean. He <laughs> my Barbara Jean. Mm-hmm. Thank he, you, TJ. Mm-hmm. And everyone good. get your hair cut by TJ. Mm-hmm. Don't get barbered. Mm-hmm. Who nope. knows what's going nope. on. Text him. Yep. TJ. 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 And Terrence. Yep. What's going on? Cosmo's getting in trouble, so we are uh-huh. wrapping this up All for right. sure. Yeah. And we'll Goodbye. see and you later. Listen to us next time. Oh, go mm-hmm. to Fleur Cinema on Wednesday, see our mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. We're yeah. going to watch it right now. Okay. You're not. <laughs> Goodbye. It's going to be great. See you <laughs> later. Bye. God, it's over. <laughs> 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 <laughs>